the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Wait a second. Where'd the weekend go? What happened? It was so fast. I swear, the three of us were just together like uh, two hours ago. I know. It's what exactly what it feels no, like. No, no. Wait. I do remember one of the hottest days of my life in between. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like three. Right? Friday night... All day Saturday, which was crushing. And yesterday was pretty darn hot. <laughs> yes, it was. Until late in the evening or yeah. late, I would say like around five or six. Right. Man, it was hot. Saturday, all I did, I sat in front of the television set all day Saturday with <laughs> the windows open and a fan watching NASA TV <laughs> going back to 1969. <laughs> and texting me. <laughs> and sending you cat, little cat space people. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. That was a hot day. It was incredibly oh, hot. Oh, my Look, goodness. I don't mind not having air conditioning at my house most of the time. I minded it a lot on Saturday. In fact, around 6 p.m., I said to both my daughters, I just want you to know, I'm getting crabby. <laughs> <laughs> it's just coming. Yeah. As much. Oh, my God. Seriously. All right. So, Saturday, we were remembering... The moon landing. Oh, yeah. It was really cool. It was super cool, wasn't it? Everywhere, like, you know, if you're on Twitter or Facebook or even mainstream television, it was everywhere. I felt like, you know, it was like a massive celebration. And I loved it. I loved the whole day. Yeah. And so I made a point of it. You know, my kids were so sick of me talking about it. I mean, I had a small library that, you know, built it in time over my house. I was wearing my um, lunar module T-shirt. <laughs> That is super nerdy. That is super nerdy. I wore it yesterday to church. I'm so sad I didn't see that. (laughs) I did. I wore it yesterday to church. I was all happy. No, I wasn't home. It was my daughter's birthday Saturday. Happy birthday, Anna. We love you so much. Happy birthday. And and so we were out doing things because it was her birthday and she wanted to do it. But I listened to it on the radio. I listened to the YouTube thing. Yeah, isn't that cool? we listened to it all, the whole, like, Walter Cronkite, you know. Eric Severide. It was very... What a great job they did describing what was going on. They sure did. They were broadcasting giants. Oh, they were. It was, it was just, I was thinking about how many things could have, first of all, they'd never seen anything like that before. And so they're actually broadcasting a thing that I'm sure they didn't feel like they understood fully because nobody understood it fully. And they're having to describe it to the United States and the world. I mean, it was. It was a terrific treat to it hear really that. It really was. I was really um, interested in the style of the broadcasting, and especially because I'm sitting next to my my boy, who's 21. He was interested like I was, and I was like, look at Walter Cronkite. Because, you know, you, if you're under, what, if you're under 40, I guess you didn't know Walter Cronkite. Do you know Cronkite. who he is, Mike? Yes. Yeah. Through probably news, you know, news clips and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. But the style, Walter Cronkite's delivery 
was so, and I think probably that was the time, right? He came to his zenith during World War II, but the delivery was very slow. There were no frills. Very deliberate. Mm -hmm. It was straight ahead. There wasn't high highs or low lows. They were just on this journey. Okay, so let me add to that. Uh, an interview I heard with Lanny for Terry on Saturday, oh. same day, right? So Saturday night was the big celebration of the 1979 World we Series victory. We are family, right? So they had, you know, a bunch of old pirates there. The the new pirates were wearing the old pirate uniforms. I mean, that must have been a terrific night. It was a sellout crowd yeah. at PNC Park. Dave and was there. they won. Okay, let's take a moment to just ruminate on that. Thank goodness. Anyway, I heard Lanny for Terry talking earlier in the day about how much preparation he had to do for that World Series. Mm -hmm. And of course, this is pre-internet days, which those of us who do broadcasting now cannot even imagine what it was like to be broadcasting then. And he talked about the number of index cards that he would prepare for a game. Mm -hmm. It would take him six hours of writing little index cards to get ready for a game. And sometimes six hours wasn't enough. Right. Because, of course, you never know in a baseball game how long it's going to be or what's going to happen or if there's going to be a rain delay or if there's going to be, you know, whatever. Sure. Who's coming in, all the different history, all the stats, all that. Anybody. So whether you were doing sports or you were doing something like Walter Cronkite, I mean. It was fascinating. It was just, it was wonderful. Yeah. So it was a good weekend. Hot as it was. I love that. uh, So now it sounds like India's going to the moon. Hey, yeah. Check this out. Uh, This happened today at 2.43 today. Uh, India launches Shandiran 2. It's a 147-foot, 700-ton rocket, rose on a funnel of fire. Uh, If this mission goes well, after the United States, Russia, and China to land on the moon, uh, India will be part of this. Now, so will India? Will will people get out and walk on the moon? No, no. this is a okay. robot. It's a and they don't say. I'm reading from an article from the Times, the Times Science Digest. They don't say how big the robot is. I can't imagine it's that big, but it's going to roll around the moon to the South Pole and uh, do a little exploration. And it's all the weird thing is, you know, it's going to separate. It's going to land down like somehow a lunar module sort of thing. You know, Israel tried this a couple of months ago and they failed. Right. They crashed into the moon. India's going to try this again. India's going to try this and um, all remote control. So robotics and AI on the moon. It's really exciting. And all the Indian people, all the little kids, it's kind of like a replay of 1969 again, but 50 years after the fact. And, of course, India did not plan this. It just kind of happened to coincide around the same time of the Apollo 11 anniversary. Well, good for them. Best wishes. Yeah, very And coming so. up next, we're so excited because Greg Clugston is back with us, SRN News White House correspondent. We'll talk about this week at the nation's capital. Is it always going to be Trump versus the squad? Can we live with that? Well, going to have to. Is it, are we going to really live with it? It's going to be the whole time up until the election. Hey, our 5 o'clock hour, too. Costi Hinn, who's Benny Hinn's nephew, he'll join us as well to talk about the prosperity gospel. Are you getting close to retirement? Have you experienced a nice bump in your portfolio? We know the market goes up, and unfortunately, we also know it goes down. Don't risk your retirement to market whims. Learn how you can lock in those gains today by spending time with the team at Marley Financial. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial can help you to design a retirement plan that's bulletproof against the market's ups and downs. The team at Marley Financial uses a multitude of different techniques to make sure you have a retirement that's 
tax-friendly, stable, and worry-free. Oh, and speaking of taxes, did you know that Marley Financial can handle them too? With all the changes in the tax laws, be sure you're taking advantage of the best possible deduction and make sure you know what adjustments to make for your overall financial picture going forward. So call today. A no-obligation consultation is waiting for you so you can see just how for 25 years the clients at Marley Financial have never had a retirement plan fail. Call them today, 724-884-1496, or visit them online at marleyfg.com. 101.5 WORD. Somebody is going to win a free cruise aboard Family Life's Love Like You Mean It Marriage Cruise, visiting the beautiful Caribbean, and it could be you. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword stronger. When you enter, you'll also receive their free ebook, Stronger Forever, that includes a personalized six-week plan to grow your marriage. Make your marriage stronger. Register now to win at wordfm.com slash stronger. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters. Always a favorite. Extreme car and truck in Bridgeville. For the extreme in all of us. At extremetruck.net. When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with J&D Waterproofing. Water seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at J&D Waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. J&D Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY. Most clubs you join require an initiation fee or a club membership. But not the Word FM Discount Shopping Club. No, in our club you save as much as half. Half off home improvement services, web design, family entertainment, music festivals and much more. All from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Log on now to wordfm.com shopping and God save the green. Mostly every Monday, we check in at the White House with Greg Clugston. Greg Clugston is the SRN News White House correspondent. Hey, Greg, it's been a couple of weeks. Hope you enjoyed your time off. Yes. Hi. It's good to be back, John. And uh, we had some good travel, and it's good to be back to work. Fantastic. Well, we're very happy to have you, Greg. We missed you horribly because we need need someone, for crying out loud, to help us translate what in the world... (laughs) is going on. Please help us. I mean, good heaven. All right, so let's start here. I mean, I remember uh, the morning that Robert Mueller uh, made his statement to the press where he said that he was going to be stepping down because his role um, was over. Um, and I-, I was gardening outside at the time. It was, uh, it was a pretty hot day. And I remember working and thinking, okay, well, this is like a an era in this political machine that's over. Because he said, all right, so w- the last thing I want to say to everyone who's listening is that the special counsel report is my testimony. So I'm not going to be talking about this again. I'm not going to be a witness. I'm not going to answer this, what, that this is my testimony. And now all of a sudden, Greg, that's not just his testimony. He's back. Well, you're exactly right in recapping what he essentially said in, in that news conference uh, a number of weeks back now. And um, 
apparently the Democrats didn't watch that news conference because no. they uh, they called him to testify. Obviously, they did they did hear and see his news conference, but they are hoping that by presenting Mueller, even if all he does is actually read verbatim or simply restate what is in the Mueller report, they are hoping that that this being a televised event um, will somehow breathe new life into into this issue. Um, and Republicans, of course, are going to be most likely going after Mueller and questioning his uh, investigative team and the approach that was taken, even though, uh, you know, Mueller uh is a is a longtime republican um and has been has been praised by past republican and democrat um congresses and administrations so he's he's sort of been in the hot seat here in a lot of ways and to say that Mueller is a reluctant witness tomorrow or on Wednesday is probably an understatement i see so greg any idea how this will unfold who the major players will be who will have mic time the length of this the broadcast uh, the networks all that Right. It's going to be two different committees that are going to be jointly holding uh, this hearing and testimony with Mueller. So you have the House Judiciary and the House Intelligence Committees. Those are both of the panels that have jurisdiction over some of the issues that the special counsel was reviewing when it comes to Russian interference in the 2016 election and uh, some of those other particulars that we, of course, grew so well to know about during the two-year investigation. What's interesting, too, is what, what Donald Trump has to say about all this. And he was busy on Twitter this morning, which you may have seen. He, um, he was saying a couple of different things. One is he, uh, the president was arguing, as he has in the past, that Mueller should not be given, in, in the president's words, another bite at the apple. In other words, he's saying, look, we had the two-year investigation. He came to the conclusion um, that the president believes was no collusion and no obstruction, and uh, he, he thinks it should be the end of the story. And then he also was, you know, again, saying, look, um, there are lots of questions about how um, the Justice Department dealt with or did not deal with properly Hillary Clinton and past other... So we're hearing some of the same arguments and defenses from President Trump. So he's he's clearly unhappy that Mueller is is getting the spotlight because the Democrats want him there. So I guess I'm a little confused, Greg, as to what the I mean, obviously, this is a political system. I get it. Um, And these are political actions. But I'm not sure what the what the Democrats are looking to gain in this. I mean, so the Mueller report said there was no collusion, but they're going to be investigating particularly whether there was obstruction. Yeah, I, there's there's a strong sense that the Judiciary Committee is going to focus on the second part of Mueller's report. The first part was really the Russian interference, and that's where essentially, um, you know, Mueller and his team concluded that yes, uh, there was strong evidence uh, that that Russia tried to interfere in our political process, but that there was no uh, cooperation on the part of the Trump campaign. The second part of the Mueller report essentially um, talks about the actions that President Trump took after he took office in particular that he that were seen by Democrats and political opponents of the White House as perhaps rising to the level of, of the obstruction of justice. For example, when he fired uh, the FBI director and, um, and, and had other issues with uh, the attorney general, the former attorney general, Jeff Sessions. So I think the Democrats uh, on the Judiciary Committee are going to really zero in on those kinds of issues, mm-hmm. and they're, they're going to try to essentially litigate the case 
while Republicans are going to be forced to sort of cross-examine uh, Mueller to try and uh, punch holes in his approach and what his explanations right. are. So we're talking about obstruction in an investigation that they already determined there was no fault for the Trump. <laughs> well, I mean, was- right. And and that's what the president and his supporters have been saying. They're saying, look, if there was no um, essentially no crime and, and, and no cover up in, in, in the first place, then how can you go back and, and say there is obstruction? Democrats say that, uh, you know, you, you can have one without the other, and they're going to try to prove that in, in a public case on Wednesday. I see. So, how long is the hearing supposed to last? Any idea? I, I've heard um, something in the neighborhood of five hours, so kind of a typical length, you know, kind of an all, late morning, all afternoon kind of session. Um, I don't know how that breaks down into the number of minutes that each member of these two different committees will get, but it'll it'll look familiar to what we've seen with, with see. past high-profile testimonies. So will the squad be present? Ah, yes, the squad. Uh, this is, <laughs> of course... Uh, there are there are a couple of those members of the squad that um, sit on at least one of those committees, I really? believe. So um, they, they will have you know that spotlight. And of course, uh, you know you you mentioned that John. We got these four freshman liberal Democratic lawmakers who um, are in this verbal clash and back and forth with President Trump. And the president today is is refusing to uh, to back down from his past statements. And in fact, he's sort of exacerbating uh, the issue by saying that they're not very smart, they're inexperienced, and he's calling them a very racist group. He, of course, has been charged with being racist with what he was tweeting about a week ago. Uh, he's turning that right around and says the, uh, the things that these four women have said really qualify as racism as well. So it's, uh, it's a back and forth that uh, doesn't seem to be ending anytime soon. Heaven help us. Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. Uh, Greg, so talk about... Um, the can I mean, are we really going to look for eighteen months of Trump versus the squad? I mean, I, I guess I there's no way for I, I guess I'm not asking you to look in a crystal ball and say, okay, please tell me when this can end. But I just don't know how much is going to be accomplished and how therefore how long this this online battle will go. You know what's interesting is the the president has um, he has kind of put his his thumb on an issue here. Um, that he may not be helping, um, but I, I can't quite determine if, if it is helping or not just yet. And the point is that he often will make uh, that sometimes is on the back burner because of sort of the incendiary language that he sometimes uses, especially on Twitter, is that um, he has pointing, he's, he points out that these four lawmakers are really disruptive in the Democratic Party. And they absolutely are. They are at odds with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, for example, when it comes to impeachment and on the slow uh, way of business in Congress. They're very, um, they're very unhappy and in some ways impatient about how things operate on Capitol Hill. Of course, they're new to this process as freshman lawmakers. And so it, they are a real problem within the Democratic Party, let alone the, uh, the fight that they're having with, with the White House and the president. So it's interesting. The president has sort of highlighted this conflict within the Democratic Party, but at the same time, he is having his own escalated back and forth with them. And so you've got the squad sort of running on these two different tracks, um, one within the party and one with the White House. I, I don't know where it ends. I don't know, uh, you know who comes out on top in terms of any sort of political advantage or disadvantage. Right. But from the left, I mean, the squad, the four women, they've become stars, haven't they? 
Well, they have. And, and the other point the president was making in his tweets earlier today, and he's uh, said this in the, in the last few days, is that they are disruptive within the Democratic Party. They're getting a lot of attention. Um, and they know how to use social media. And, of course, with the president uh, combating with them, that sort of elevated their cause even more. But the president points out that they, these four, are really pulling uh, the Democratic Party far to the left, along with a handful of some of the Democratic presidential candidates. And that is what mm-hmm. the, you know, the internal strife of the Democrats right. is. So while a lot of you know, the media attention is on Trump versus these four, there's a lot of interesting uh, dynamics happening inside the Democratic Party that's not very healthy for the party right now. Yeah, and I think that is Trump's uh, dream come true, is that the Democratic Party would continue to move leftward, which they have over the last you know three-plus years. And all of a sudden, you see crazy co- the, re- the responses from Elizabeth Warren or Cory Booker or uh, Pete Buttigieg that would have seemed nutty four years ago are now are now seen as mainstream by people who are news watchers but i can't imagine they're seen as mainstream by the average american voter right and that's exactly what donald trump is 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 betting on because uh, whether or not you agree with his tactics or his language at times uh, he is trying to um, showcase the differences between what his campaign is offering and what 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 these Democrats are offering, as you just laid out there, Kathy, because a lot of the views, a lot of the policy positions are viewed by um, everyday Americans as extreme. And even within Democratic Party uh, circles, um, some of those ideas are frowned upon. Uh, so this all has to be fleshed out within the Democratic pri- primary process. So that's why these debates, and we're going to have another couple of, of debates um, next week um, in Detroit, Michigan. So th- th- these these have to get fleshed out by the Democrats because, uh, you know, obviously things run a little to the extreme in either party when it comes to the primaries, but then they often will settle in the, in the general election. We'll have to see if that actually uh, continues to be the case this time. We're speaking with SRN News White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Greg, uh, let's talk um, a little business for a change and talk to us uh, about the budget because uh, it is budget time, of course, and uh, that's always a concern, but there may be a deal in place. Well, yes, and so you've got the, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, who has been working uh, in close consultation with the Secretary of the Treasury, Stephen Mnuchin. Um, those are the two lead negotiators. Obviously, there are other officials on both the administration side and Capitol Hill. But what they're hoping to do is is knock out a budget deal as soon as this week. And the reason why they want to get it done this week is because the House, at the end of this week, is leaving for its August recess. And then the Senate has one more week next week before they leave for August. Um, and, of course, the, the budget fiscal year for the government is at the end of September. So if they don't do it now, they wait till the month of September after the August recess, after Labor Day. And it's, uh, it's just a real crunch time, and, and they don't want to get to that point. So um, what we're hearing from the Speaker's office and some others is that um, both sides have agreed to a compromise. Um, and so not everybody's going to be happy, but that's, that's, that's the idea of a compromise when it comes to these things. And so if the president signs off on this, uh, we could see a vote in the House as early as this week and then the Senate possibly this week or next week. So um, we don't know a lot of the details yet, and perhaps in the next 24 to 48 hours uh, we'll learn more about this. But they seem to be really working behind the scenes quietly and, and toward a good, um, you know, hopefully a good objective here. Uh, Greg, you mentioned the August recess. Um, how- 
What days are the uh, U.S. congressmen and women off? Well, there's slightly different schedules between the House and the Senate. I don't have um, the calendars sitting in front of me right now, but the House leaves, as I mentioned, at the end of this week. They have... Um, they're off mostly through the end of August, so they've got an, you know they've got five weeks. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there may be there may be a couple of days where they have to come back in or something, or if there's a vote that has to be taken um, on this budget, because sometimes the House will pass one version, the Senate will pass a different version, and then the House has to return to you know to work on the compromise version. Um, but obviously, the month of August is is pretty quiet from a legislative standpoint. That's nothing new here in Washington, and that's often the time when you'll see a president take a week or. Two a vacation because all the lawmakers are out of town as well. Yeah, it's it's not unexpected, but I do think it's worth saying that uh, the average American would uh, do a whole lot to get five straight weeks off. <laughs> oh boy! Right. Well, I, I I totally agree with you, and we often will joke in the newsroom of, "Wow, how can I get a vacation schedule like that?" Of course, the lawmakers are quick to point out um, that it's not entirely all vacation time. They do hold town hall meetings and there's office time, but they they do have a lot of flexibility when they're back in their home districts. Very nice. Well, Greg, uh, we look forward to the uh, the week ahead, especially with the Robert Mueller hearings, and uh, we know that you'll be watching very carefully as well. I will, and I won't. I won't take an August recess. I'll be here for oh, you guys. God bless you, Greg. Thank you so much. <laughs> Standing up for the common man, yes. Greg Clugston. We'll sweat along right with you, Greg. Greg Clugston, <laughs> thank you so much. does Eden Christian Academy prepare students for success? Through education that ignites the mind and inspires the spirit from pre-K through 12th grade through 47 state certified full-time teachers and opportunities in sports, the arts, and service to the community with results like SAT scores 200 points over the national average. Schedule a tour at any of Eden's three North Hills campuses and see what the area's largest non-denominational Christian school has to offer at EdenChristianAcademy.org Hey, it's John Hall. So a while back, the folks at MyPillow said Hey, John, can you try out a MyPillow and let us know what you think? I'm skeptical. I mean, it's a pillow. But what did I have to lose, right? I'll tell you what I lost. Interrupted sleep. No more folding the pillow in half. No more flat, lifeless pillows. It changed my life. So I'm letting you know, you need my pillow. Well, not my actual pillow, but your own MyPillow. It stays cool all night long. No more waking up at 3 a.m. to flip to the cool side of the pillow. It keeps its shape. No more reshaping your pillow in the middle of the night. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Try it. Don't like it? Return it. MyPillow comes with a 10-year warranty. Do you have a pillow that comes with a 10-year warranty? You can toss a MyPillow into your washer and dryer. It's like new again. Get a two-pack of MyPillow's premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow, the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at MyPillow.com or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Walmart's grocery pickup and delivery is a definite winner. And if you haven't tried it, here's how it works. Either download the Walmart grocery app or go to grocery.walmart.com. Place your order and select an exact time for pickup or a one-hour window for delivery. Satisfaction guaranteed because the folks in the store are trained to pick the best items, just like if you were picking for yourself. If you're not satisfied, you get your money back. Use the code WOWFRESH for $10 off on $50 or more. It's a great service. Walmart grocery pickup and delivery. It's quick, easy, and convenient. At Walgreens, your day doesn't have to stop for diabetes. Get expert diabetes advice 24-7. Find all major brands of testing supplies like Walgreens TrueMetrics and download tools to help you stay on track. 
Stop by and talk to your Walgreens pharmacist today. Most clubs you join require an initiation fee or a club membership, but not the Word FM Discount Shopping Club. No, in our club you save as much as half. Half of home improvement services, web design, family entertainment, music festivals, and much more. All from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Log on now to wordfm.com slash shopping and God save the green. Most clubs you join require an initiation fee or a club membership, but not the Word FM Discount Shopping Club. In our club, you save as much as half. That's right, 50% on gift certificates and items from local restaurants, health services, and much more. Discount deals just in time for birthdays, special occasions, or just because. And all from the comfort of your own computer or smartphone. Great deals and awesome savings. Log on now to wordfm.com, keyword shopping. We'll have a shower in spots early. Otherwise, clouds linger tonight with a low near 60. Then tomorrow, you'll see clouds give way to some sunshine. Looks to be a really nice day as humidity drops and the high will only be 75. Partly cloudy with a low of comfortable 55 tomorrow night. A gorgeous day is coming up Wednesday. We'll have bright sunshine, low humidity, and the high will again be 75. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Frank Strait. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Ooh, yeah. Happy National Hammock Day, friends. That's lovely, isn't it? I love a hammock. Yeah, I had a great hammock. You had? Yeah, and my tree fell down. Oh, and now you don't have any place to hang it. Right. Oh, John. I had this big, beautiful tree, and uh, just over the winter it came down. And I go out in the yard and look at, you know, we've cut it up, and there's a hook in one of the logs where my hammock used to be. And now I'm kind of hammock-free. But it's nice to have a hammock, isn't it? Really it really is. Do you have one? I do have one. Is it on a pole or is it on it's a... It's on its own metal stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you're not dependent on the tree. Right. I had a... That hammock was in the very top of the yard and I drove a stake into the ground and then had a long rope and then I would sort of wrap the rope around the edge of the hammock and I'd pull on the rope that would gently rock me back and forth. Oh, weren't you living your best life? Oh, I life? was. I oh, was. golly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the sad thing though. Oh. My hammock's not out. Why? It's one of those things you think, what's wrong with me that yeah. I don't have my hammock out? You know, do you ever have those things in your life where oh, you yeah. where you think, you know... I need a hammock. Or or I have, you know, you think, I really need to paint my dining room, and then it's five years go by, and you think, really, have I not painted my dining room in five That's years? That's my front porch. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Have, you, have you ever seen those crazy people that put hammocks in crazy places? No. Listen, wait. My kid's got one. My kid does this. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. This is on RedBull.com. Yeah, yeah. And this guy put a hammock up in the trees. He's probably like 40 foot, mm-hmm. 40 feet up in the sky. Yeah. You can buy like these little portable hammocks. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Yeah. My kid does this. He, he has a hammock in his backpack and he goes around. That's awful. And No, it's great. It's great. No, no. Listen, I look at those things and I think look at that. that's nothing I but anxiety. That. 
Okay, so no, that's not anxiety. Mike has pulled up a hammock that is stretched between two very small trees that are, pl- or maybe they look like trees planted in the sand with ocean water just softly lapping that around them. Fabulous. That looks wonderful. Heck yeah. yeah, yeah. I take back what I said, but the other ones are like they look perilous. Well, they look up high in the it's sky. It's like the poor people who are you know climbing the face of uh, Kilimanjaro. No, what's the one in uh, Yosemite? What the the rock face in Yosemite? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, but I can never do oh, that. What's it called? Never do that. Why? No. You're afraid I mean, of heights. I'm afraid of heights. Oh, of course. I, yeah, well, I can't. It, it was There's take, no way I can do I that. I can't believe I can't think of this rock face. Anyway, it was taking three days for the two men to climb it, and so they had to do that. You know, they had to at nighttime, right? Mm-hmm. Sleep that Camp way. Out. Now the thought of that. First of all, you're hitting a, like a little metal rod into the rock face to secure yourself, right? Hoping that that thing holds as the evening goes on. What the heck is that all about? Look at that. Oh Look my at gosh. this one. That's fabulous. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. This guy is... Just he, hanging out. He's in the middle of a uh, uh, of a freeway, it looks like. And he's connected the the uh, the hammock to two buildings. Very nice. And he's probably about 120 feet above the ground. I wonder, are, are hammocks bad for your back extended use? I don't know. I right? think you probably get a lot. I think you get like equidistant or equidistant, e- like equal support as your. I guess. Ex- I don't know. El Capitan is what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. It, it's was it, obviously because of its shape it was very difficult to climb, and mm-hmm. so two men I think took three days to do it, and they had to take you know two nights there. So they climbed up and then hung out in their hammocks for uh-huh. a day or so, and then came back down again. Right. That's cool. All right. Good for them. So you've got a hammock, but it has is not made its way outside yet. There's something wrong with me. Yeah, yeah. You know that. Yeah. It's just one of those Use things. Use that hammock. Like, I've been doing a lot of gar- – I've been very busy. I've been doing a lot of things outside. For some reason, my hammock is still in the basement. National it's just, it's a humiliation. Day. I'm. So, I just want to apologize well, to Well, no, everybody. it's okay. <laughs> next year. You put it out next year. That's all. It is such a pain in the butt, though, to try to get into the hammock. No, no, no. Oh, no. It can't be embarrassing. No. For me, it you, is. Sh- you know what? You should try what? to do it when you're pregnant. <laughs> it what? is an absolute no, – I fall out I, at least – one what? to two times before. you fall out. Oh yeah, I try. When every time oh, I try yeah. to get in, I fall out. No, oh, yeah. there's a little finesse to it. Once you figure out the finesse, you're good to go. Seriously. But all of a sudden, you're some kind of like fine acrobat. Yeah. Well, no, there's no acrobat. <laughs> you, you, you sit down. Like okay, so the uh, the hammock is, you know, left or right. Yeah. You're gonna get in the middle of the hammock. Put your butt down. Right. Once you sit down, then you lean back. Put your you know your upper torso back, and then pull your feet up. You're good to go. All of a sudden, it sounded like PBS, you know, like how to exercise slowly. What? Like now there's like instructions for how to get on a hammock? You just figure it out. But you can fall. You can just tumble right there over the side. Mike can fall, I apparently. Have plenty of times. Yeah. Have you fallen while you're I, pregnant? I, well, I, I, it was, I almost did. It's just, there's a lot to manage when you've got another person in there. Right. It's just a real, it's a real mess, i got to be honest with you. National Hammock Day. This would not be a good day to be out in the hammock. No, no. it's a little... It's too wet. It's a little wet. We're going to talk about all the rain and flooding around yeah. the Pittsburgh area coming up at 5 o'clock. And uh, hopefully, if you're in the Penn Hills area in particular, um, you're being careful. Right. Hey, uh, we'll take a break. Come back. John Westfall's with us. How about this? When everything goes wrong, well, the adventure begins. I mean, at that point, you got nothing to lose. And it is the case also on a hammock. WORD
As we travel through the book of Jeremiah, we've heard him referred to as the prophet of the broken heart. Well, this week on Through the Bible, our teacher, Dr. J. Vernon McGee, tells us more about the depths of Jeremiah's heart and the difficulties of his job in representing God to a rebellious king and country. I'm Steve Schwetz, and I'll be waiting for you to hop aboard the Bible bus and join us. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Hey, Grandma and Grandpa. When you retire, will you take me to Disney World? Can we go to a movie? Grandma, can you teach me how to knit? Grandpa, will you throw the baseball around with me? They won't always be so little. Make sure you plan now so you can start making more memories. Because big or small, those moments matter. They are what you've worked your entire life for, and they just might turn out to be some of the best moments of your life and theirs. I'm Kurt Kenotic, CEO and financial advisor at Accurate Solutions Group. Call our team to start your personalized income plan for your own retirement blueprint. 412-515-3555. That's 412-515-3555. At Accurate Solutions Group, we help people retire with confidence, clarity, and independence. We do the planning so you can make the memories. 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour. A tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple step sail on the sea of galilee and so many more unforgettable moments return home inspired renewed and empowered if you've ever dreamed of seeing israel this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites we'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose get more details about the trip or sign up now to join other word fm listeners on the stand with israel Israel tour by going to wordfm.com slash Israel. That's wordfm.com slash Israel. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention. So many ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out for the resources and know-how to make it all work. There's Salem Surround. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. The day after my husband and I got married, we left on our honeymoon. We had decided to go to New Orleans because we're both music lovers, and I love history, as does my husband, and we thought that would be a perfect, you know, marriage of good history, good architecture, you know, be a ton of fun. Yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah, and you know, it's funny, you know, my husband and I have been married for 26 years, and, and when you look back on a trip you planned that long ago, you realize how little you knew each other. And and really, the kinds of things that you decided to do on a trip like that that you would never, ever do today. <laughs> Number one being that I got a quote-unquote deal on a place in New Orleans where we were only paying $40 a night. In New Orleans? Right. And I thought to myself, "Whoa, that is a great deal. Never did I think, there's got to be something wrong with this. Yeah, there's a catch here. No, 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 I didn't think that. 
I just thought, wow, what a great bargain. And we're mm-hmm. just going to take that bargain. So when we got to the uh, airport in New Orleans and we told the cab driver where we were going, it probably should have been our first clue when he'd never heard of it. Mm. Okay. Usually cab drivers who are working sure. at airports are used to, you know, hotels and get, you know, hostels and guests. Li- no, no, he'd never heard of this place. So we, um, we showed up in, uh, in the place, uh, the French Quarter Masonettes. And uh, we pulled in and this uh, gentleman took our bags and he took us to our room. And I'll never forget that feeling when he opened the door to the room mm. because it opened into like a, like a, a bad 1950s kitchenette type of thing. Mm. And right to the left of the stove was a shower. Mm. It's just right there in the hallway. This it's is your shower, suite. Right. And then you went through another doorway into a bedroom that was pink shag carpeting with purple walls. And there were two single beds at different heights <laughs> roped together. Mm. Sounds like a lot of romance. That was it. That sounds good. That's what it was. Very nice. Now, here's the thing. This is one of those moments you just don't know each other. I thought he thought it was okay, and he thought I thought it was okay, and so neither one of us said anything about it. Oh, so you were both kind of embarrassed. So we, like- right, right. So we both just acted like – anyway, it, the long and the short of it was a couple of days later, we were at a, a restaurant in New Orleans, and my husband said something to the waiter about, boy, the, the mosquitoes down here are killing me. And he said, we don't have any mosquitoes this time of year. So that's when we we ran back to our room just in time to see the one-eyed gray cat jump out of our suitcase. Mm. And we realized that we had a flea infestation in the pink and purple room with the single beds roped together. It's a very romantic thing. All I'm saying is that we laugh about that now because everything fell apart on our honeymoon. And that's only a couple things that happened. But it was a real adventure for us. It really was. It wasn't a disaster. It was not. I mean, sure, I cried tears and talked to my dad on the phone. But... (laughs) Which my husband still says was the height of his humiliation as a man. But, <laughs> of course it was. But Calling your dad on your honeymoon. But I got crying. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it really was. It really ended up being a great trip. Yeah. John Westfall's here with us to talk about when everything goes wrong, the adventure begins. John is the author of Getting Past What You'll Never Get Over. His newest work is called Starting Again When You Feel Like Giving Up. John, welcome back to the show. It's good to have you with us again. Hey, it's great to be with you guys, and I, I hope that Kathy becomes my travel agent from oh now on. Oh my, listen, <laughs> never again do I look fondly on the term deal. Yeah, deal. 40 bucks a night, yeah. So, John, you know, that, that happens, so, you know, you, you go along and you think, okay, life's great, and then um, you find out everything's falling apart, every, it's not what we expected, it's not what advertised, and you go, what do we do now? And that's when the adventure begins. Yeah. And I think everybody, you know, you're alive for a certain amount of time, whether it's 20 years or 40 years or 60 years, that happens more often than not, where sooner or later, your life falls apart and you've got to force yourself to pick up the pieces, hit the reset button, as painful as it is, because you've got nowhere else to go. That's really true. The the, the weird thing is, is that um, because we we're kind of program ourselves to succeed or if we plan carefully enough, you know, nothing will go wrong. And and then we're, we act like we're surprised when disaster after disaster piles up and accumulates. And it's like, why, why is this happening to me? Why I don't deserve this. And the, and the temptation is to give up and say, well, I just throw, throw in the towel here. I'm not, I'm not, I can't handle this. But actually, um, 
life was never meant to be trouble free. Right. So I think looking back on that instance of my husband and I on on our honeymoon trying to figure out what the heck to do. I mean, it what at the time there were moments when it was really upsetting. I mean, I really was actually crying about it and we were in, you know, despair. But that's not a life situation that is going to is, you know, catastrophic. And and so I'm sure there are people in the listening audience who have had absolutely catastrophic life events um that change you forever, an unexpected death, an unexpected diagnosis, um a tragedy of one form or another. Um, but I think the principle is probably the same, that there are moments of deep despair and deep panic even. But I guess the question is, what do you do when you kind of regain yourself and you still have to put one foot in front of the other? Yeah. yeah but, but, you know, Kathy, you know, one of the things that that comes out is that pain is pain. So the fact that you had this terrible honeymoon, uh, disaster honeymoon, despite your wonderful planning and and good intentions. I mean, our honeymoon, we watched Mission Impossible. That, that, that sort of summed up you know, <laughs> the next 20 years for us. And, uh, I wish we'd watch Fantasy Island instead, you know, but we didn't. But um, but hard stuff hits, and uh, it could be losing a job suddenly, or like you mentioned, uh, somebody close to you dies, uh, and... Uh, but the pain is still pain. So you don't have to say, well, my pain's not that mm, great yeah. compared to this other person. So therefore, I should just uh, not feel bad because you're going to feel bad. <laughs> you're not going to be able to stop that. But the, but the question becomes, if, you, if we could see uh, the possibility of an adventure instead of only disaster and loss and failure. And Now, okay, so when I was... Uh, I was working on a book that I was going to call When Everything Goes Wrong, The Adventure Begins. And just before it was published, my wife came to me and said, that doesn't make any sense. When everything goes wrong, I don't want to hear about an adventure. Right. <laughs> you know, and you go, um, oh, you don't get it, huh? And, and, uh, but you don't say to my wife, you don't get it. You just go, that's a good point, honey. I, I should have thought of that. <laughs> But John, so when I hear when I hear you say this, I mean, for anybody who's been, you know, like whenever you have raised the flag where you're an addict or you're an alcoholic and you go, okay, I have finally reached bottom as a a bit of a a bit of as a huge drag as that is for people who have been sober 10, 15, 20, 30 plus years. And they look at those years of sobriety and go, heck, man, I could never have done this if I had not bottomed out. Those last 30 years have really been a great adventure well you know that's an interesting thing because um if we actually could could look at our situation uh including all of the hurts and the disasters and the losses that seem to accumulate along the way if we could actually look at that as okay um my life's taken this really radical turn but now it's going in a new direction and realize that it's not over. It's just going in a different direction. That, that's a, that, that gives us some hope that we can actually have a really good life. Like for, for example, I, uh, I, I was kind of destroyed in a job loss a few years ago. And, um, and I lost, I thought everything. And, I, and I realized after a little while, 
I'm in danger of becoming a bitter old man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to become somebody who I can't even stand being around. Because right. all I can think of is what they did to me and that betrayal and other, da, da, da. And I go, I'm, I'm no fun to be with. And I thought, I've got to change, radically change here and uh, find a way to be different. Or I'm going to be someone that I can't even stand being with, much less anybody else being around me. Wow. Yeah. And that took, that took some work, you know. Okay, so you recognize that, though, right? I mean, a lot of people couldn't could maybe look at that and go, "Gee, I'm miserable, but I don't have the guts or the tenacity to change my life. I'm just going to roll over and let disaster just mess with me." I mean, at least you had the, the you know the courage to do that. Well, also, it comes down to how long do we want to be a victim? How long do we want to say, yeah, but look what they did? <laughs> and I wanted to be punished. You know, at some point I had to go, okay, they don't care. You know, <laughs> they've moved on with their life. I'm the only one dredging this all up and hurting myself with it. And so I, one of the things I had to do is I had to figure out how can I possibly become someone who's um, – not angry and sullen and bitter, but actually thankful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and that, that was hard for me because um, I didn't feel thankful. And so I had to practice, you know, sort of a aggressive um, gratitude. <laughs> I got to force myself uh, driving down the road, you know, okay, Lord, I got to find something to be thankful for here. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. And that's a lot easier in hindsight. You know, so I can look back on our honeymoon. Yeah. My husband and I have done this dozens of times. It's a great story. We, it's, a, it's ridiculous. I mean, there are, there are many more parts of it that come, were complete disasters, but we recognize that we gained a lot out, out of it. The number one thing we gained out of it was remembering and we told each other this over and over again that us being married is more important than our honeymoon and so whatever disasters are going to befall the honeymoon that's just arrangements and money and whatever but it's not something important like a relationship it's so much harder to remember that when you're in it that's the problem but kathy you just hit on a really good thing um you know somebody gets uh you know problems stack up you said something. Sure, it was a. It might have been an expense or something like that. I one of the things that I I did was, um, when I even find myself getting upset about something, I thought, wait a minute, this is not a problem. This is just an expense. This is just something that that we can take care of and move forward. A problem is, you know, like I have a son who's mentally ill, and, and that's not going to go away. And you can't throw money at it and fix it. I go, okay, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but so many of these other things that I get frustrated with and, and I get diverted and I get upset about and um, waste energy on are really not problems. They're right. just mm-hmm. irritants that we can fix and move on. That's good. Hey, John, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us. We, we always appreciate your wisdom and your kindness. John Westfall, his newest work is called Starting Again When You Feel Like Giving Up. John Westfall founding pastor of Harbor Church in the Pacific Northwest. Hi, I'm Adam Barada, author of the book, Gold is a Better Way. It became a national bestseller. It's now become a movement. My member site went live one year ago, and since that time, gold is up $250. It's outperforming the highest flying stock market in history by 15%. And for the first time, I'm opening up my live gold summit to non-members. This is a $1,500 ticket for free. Join me and my over 5,000 members via live stream on August 14th and learn the secrets to the next gold boom. 
The event is for investors with over $100,000. If that's you, text the words Gold Summit to 49776. That's the words Gold Summit to 49776. Get your $1,500 ticket for free for our August 14th live event now. Text Gold Summit to 49776 and join the movement. Text the words Gold Summit to 49776. That's the words Gold Summit to 49776. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters. Always a favorite. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville for the extreme in all of us at extremetruck.net. Today's world craves leaders, leaders with vision, moral character, and independent thinking. Leaders aren't born, they're made. And since 1986, Rama Christian School in Moon has laid the foundation that makes leaders. Through academic and extracurricular activities designed to be as instructional as they are competitive, through mission and service opportunities, arts and athletics, an independent school where pre-K through 8th grade students are formed to become the independent leaders of tomorrow. Schedule a tour at RamaChristianSchool.org. Providence Presbyterian Church, Washington Alliance Church, Bethlehem Lutheran Church, St. John the Baptist Church, Impact Christian Church, The Bible Chapel. What do all these churches from various denominations have in common? Nello Construction. Design and build with one company. Nello Construction. Full service construction from the ground up. Renovation. Expansion. Nello Construction. The choice for churches. See the projects. Begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. So how was your breakfast this morning? Was it magnificent or just meh? You could have enjoyed a little morning comfort at the Bistro to Go Cafe, like their simply delicious signature sugar pecan French toast, a savory Tuscan or farmer-style breakfast bowl, or a daily chef-crafted special. Bistro to Go Cafe will always get your morning off to a delicious and healthy start. Have a great day with Bistro to Go on the north side. See what's cooking at bistro-togo.com. It's not a novel concept for college football coaches to talk, especially to their recruits and their families, as to, you know, come on, come to our school and enjoy the family atmosphere that we have around our football team. But an article that I just read today about Clemson University, I don't know. It seems like it's the real thing there. Hmm. Um, It's a it's. A story about Dabo Sweeney, who is the award-winning football coach. Dabo. It's a weird name, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, um, Dabo is really preaching and living this idea of the nuclear family being essential for whatever you do in life. Mm -hmm. So whether you end up playing football, you end up being a football coach, you end up being a banker, or you end up working at a gas station, your family is going to be what matters. So Dabo Swinney uh, issues threats to his assistant coaches. And the threat is, if you don't go to the games your kids are playing, so if you've got a five-year-old who's playing t-ball, if you don't go to that game, I'm going to fire you. Wow. He says priority one is that you are a dad to your own kids. Priority two is that you work for Clemson. Oh, that's fabulous. It really is. Yeah. So I was watching, you know, over the weekend where I was immersed in the Apollo thing and I was watching a documentary and they were talking about, you know, uh, the the sacrifices that these people made and uh, talking to one of the engineers, you know, who's in the room for, uh, for the Apollo, you know, and he said, 
if I had to do it all over again, he looks right into the camera. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't do it because I didn't know my kids. Is that right? And then they showed a picture of him from like, you know, late 60s, dad with his four kids. He said, I was a stranger to them. And this is a guy who put somebody on the moon. That's how important it is. You never get those years back. You never get those days back. And boy, it's a wonderful thing to think of a supervisor, a coach, a boss saying, look, your first job as you work for me is you take care of your kids. You got that right. I mean, in the end, what's it matter? Seriously. Right. If you don't have that love of your family, it's, everything else is hollow around it. So that's first. Family first. Take a break. Come back here. Five o'clock hour. Speaking of family, Costi uh, Hinn, who is Benny Hinn's nephew, He's got a story to tell about the prosperity gospel. Stay tuned for that during the ride home here on Word FM. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump is denying Iran's claim that it has arrested 17 CIA recruits. An Iranian intelligence official says the recruits were all Iranian nationals arrested over the past month for spying on the Islamic Republic's nuclear and military sites. That's totally a false story. That's another lie. The report comes amid rising tensions between the nations over the president pulling the U.S. out of the Iran nuclear deal. Asked if Washington's closer to a deal or armed conflict, he says Iran doesn't know which way it's going and continues disrespecting the U.S. Frankly, it's getting harder for me to want to make a deal with Iran. And says it could easily go either way. Sagar Magani, Washington. On Wall Street, the Dow by 18 points to 27,171. The Nasdaq rose 58. The S&P advanced 8. Oil up 46 cents to 56.09 a barrel. This is SRN News. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet serving the Pittsburgh area for over 100 years. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on Earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple stairs. Touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Get more details about the trip or sign up now to join other Word FM listeners on the Stand with Israel Tour by going to wordfm.com slash Israel. Every year, an estimated 700,000 people in the U.S. are diagnosed with a type of skin cancer called cutaneous squamous cell carcinoma, or CSCC. CSCC is the second most common skin cancer in the U.S. and often presents as dry patches on sun-exposed parts of the body. CSCC is readily treatable when caught early, but is more aggressive in advanced stages. People living in the southern half of the U.S. are especially at risk for advanced CSCC. Learn more at CSCCinformation.com. This report is brought to you by Regeneron and Sanofi. Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage 
and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. You've been planning this day all your life. Enjoy your wedding and leave the catering to Bistro to Go on the North Side. Discover Bistro's classiest, simply delicious menu selections from butler past hors d'oeuvres to starters, main courses, and desserts. Buffet or plated service, each package contains full china, linen, staffing, complimentary cake plating, and more. Reasonably priced from intimate morning breakfast to grand evening affairs. Find menus, pricing, even venue recommendations at bistroandcompany.com. Got issues with youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit, offers more than 1,000 free online resources for youth and high school sports coaches, parents, students, and administrators. Visit PCADevZone.org. Train up children in the way they should go, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. PittsburghChristianSchools.net will help you locate true educational partners in Allegheny, Beaver, Butler, and Washington counties. PittsburghChristianSchools.net. We'll have a shower in spots early. Otherwise, clouds linger tonight with a low near 60. Then tomorrow you'll see clouds give way to some sunshine. Looks to be a really nice day as humidity drops and the high will only be 75. Partly cloudy with a low of comfortable 55 tomorrow night. A gorgeous day is coming up Wednesday. We'll have bright sunshine, low humidity, and the high will again be 75. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Frank Strait. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. We're in a bit of a dry spell here. It hasn't rained in the past at least 40 minutes, so all is well. I mean, holy smokes. Yesterday, last night, today, this morning, into early afternoon, it was torrential. I mean, there's been a lot of damage, a lot of flooding. This is... Last year, we set a record with amount of rainfall. This year is going to trump that. It just keeps on coming. I was looking on the Trib Live at the story about Penn Hills, and it's showing several streets and businesses on Penn Hills and Plum affected by flooding. Um, the rain from yesterday and today combined, nearly three inches of rain fell. Yeah. We were out in it, which was just crazy. So when you were out in it, you weren't in the Penn Hills area? You were in Squirrel Hill? We were in Squirrel Hill. We, my wife was, it was like nine o'clock last night. She was like, let's all go to Rita's and get a gelato. Okay, great. You don't have to ask me twice to do that. So we jumped in the car and drove to Squirrel Hill. While we were ordering in line at Rita's, all of a sudden the heavens opened up. Boom. I mean, it went down and it, it rained super hard. I bet you for, I don't know, 40 minutes. We made our way back to the car and then coming home through, you know, Regent Square it was dangerous. Seriously, the roads looked like rivers. Wow. You know, you hear those stories of people going, I'm afraid to go through that water. That's how we were. We had to plot our way carefully back home. So, and then again, it happened today. I'm come, driving into uh, into work around, I don't know, noonish or so. And again, the rainfall fell. I was on the parkway. It was scary. Just keeps, it's just unbelievable. Wow. So- if any of you were caught in a situation where you've got your house flooded oh. or a car or something else like that, gosh, you know, our, our best wishes oh, go out yeah. to you. 
Um, you've got water in your basement, John. Oh yeah, I got water in my basement. Oh, yeah. Mike, you got water in your basement? Nope. Thank All you right. Much. Show off. Thank God. Yeah. Fine. Uh, we also want to remember. Um, it's a really important day in the city of Pittsburgh as we remember Pittsburgh police officer Calvin Hall killed in the line of duty on July 14th at the age of only 36. Uh, the viewing going on even as we speak. It started at noon. It'll continue tonight through 8 p.m. at Soldiers and Sailors. If you'd like to pay your respects, it is open to the public. Um, as I said, till 8 p.m. tonight, a funeral tomorrow morning at 11 a.m., also public, and a burial at Homewood Cemetery. And uh, word not that long ago that a suspect has been arrested in the shooting, a 30-year-old man. And, I mean, there it is. What would precipitate someone murdering someone in the height of passion and anger and lives ultimately changed forever and ever? It's not just one person murdered, Officer Hall. Of course, how many people connected to Officer Hall and the shooter's family, their lives changed deeply because of that? Just foolishness. It's it's just such a risk that they take every day when they go to work. They sure do. That's all God I can bless say. them all. Just every day when they go out the door, they just don't know if they're going to come back. And that's just part of their occupation. Yep, sure So God bless them. Thank you. Each one of you who work for the uh, city of Pittsburgh in police capacity, in a fire capacity. All the police officers out there right now. Take a break. Come back. Uh, Costi Hinn is going to be with us in a few minutes. He's got a story to tell about the prosperity gospel. Stick around for that. Hey, employers, are you tired of paying outrageous premiums for health insurance? How about a plan that allows you to go to any hospital in the country, a plan that pays you back every year? Now, whether you want a top-of-the-line health plan or just enough to keep you legal, Marley Financial, they have a custom-made plan for you. As a business owner, you owe it to yourself to stay ahead of the ever-changing marketplace, and Marley's been on the cutting edge of new and improved health plans for both individuals and for businesses for years. And only Marley Financial offers health plans that actually pay you back. So go to MarleyFG.com and find unbiased, top-notch plans from any carrier in Pennsylvania. Plans that'll save you money and give you an edge over the competition. They even offer custom business solutions to reduce your liability and overhead as you grow. They're truly one of the most innovative agencies in the nation. So give them a call now. Marley Financial 724-884-1496 or online at MarleyFG. Dot com. 101.5 WORD. You can win an amazing cruise, an adventure to respark your marital relationship on Family Life's Love Like You Mean It Marriage Cruise. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword stronger. And when you enter, you'll also receive a free copy of Family Life's ebook, Stronger Forever, a personalized six week plan to grow your marriage. Make your marriage stronger. Register now to win at wordfm.com slash stronger. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amberin trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonial is based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US Mulo, 52 weeks by UPC. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton, and I want to talk to you about something I haven't liked to talk about until now, my menopause. All my life, I've had energy, energy to win gold in 84. But when menopause hit me, with the hot flashes and night sweats, I began to feel sluggish every day. That all changed when I discovered Amberin. Amberin safely relieves 12 menopause symptoms by helping to restore your hormonal balance. Amberin is 100% drug-free, estrogen-free, and clinically tested. Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. Thanks to Amberin, my fear of hot flashes is gone. 
My sheets aren't soaked every night, and my energy is back. Give Amarin a try and see what it can do for you. It works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine retailers nationwide and get Amberin today. Once upon a time, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, <laughs> yellowish-looking thing. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? Now, there's Salem Surround, delivering customers with targeted digital marketing. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Prosperity gospel. That comes with a lot of different baggage, doesn't it? I mean, you say that to a group of people. People have got opinions. Some people love the idea of it. Other people want to run far afield from it. Of course, a lot of people have, uh, a lot of pastors have built entire careers around it and live very well within the umbrella of the prosperity gospel. Costi Hinn is with us. Costi's uncle is Benny Hinn, and, and if you've been a Christian for any amount of time, you probably know that name, Benny Hinn. But Costi Hinn, as the nephew, he's got a brand new workout right now, and uh, it is called God, Greed, and the Prosperity Gospel, How Truth Overwhelms a Life Built on Lies. Pastor, welcome to the show. We're grateful you're with us today. Glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Costi, let's talk first about the prosperity gospel. I'm sure a lot of our listeners maybe have heard the term, but people don't know quite what it means. What does it mean to you? In the simplest of terms, I would say the prosperity gospel is the idea that if you believe in Jesus Christ and you're a Christian, then you are privy to health, wealth, and happiness, and essentially that John chapter 10, verse 10, when Jesus says that he came to offer life and life more abundantly, the prosperity gospel takes that verse to mean that being a Christian means the abundant life is going to lead to lots of money in the bank, that job promotion, uh, a perfect family, a happy life, and a lot of comfort and very little suffering. I see. Costi, how do you get to that point um, when you look at the life of Jesus, who was poor, didn't have a place to lay his head, you know, died uh, crucified in front of his friends, um, in front of his mom. And then you, you look at what happened to the apostles. This, you know, you, you look in the book of Acts, there was so much suffering. How do we get from those stories to a, a gospel of prosperity? Yeah, I think you have to do what I would call some interpretive gymnastics with certain Bible verses, where you take things and you twist them a certain way so you can present your own idea. So maybe taking the abundant life that Jesus talked about and simply focusing on the word abundance and applying that to what we would consider abundance today and saying Jesus doesn't want you to be poor. He doesn't want you to be uh, jobless and to have a lower position at your company. He wants you to have a high position. You're a champion. And ignoring all the other passages, like you said, about suffering, about life being hard. And then another way would be taking passages in the Old Testament where God is speaking specifically to Israel in a moment, or maybe there's a promise to a specific person that is literal to that person, and saying, God did it for him. God wants to do it for all of us. And so the prosperity gospel put word, puts words in God's mouth very often, in, in things that God just didn't say are said to be from God. I see. 
So, Costi, let's talk about you and, of course, your uncle, Benny Hinn. Uh, in, in reading about you earlier today, I'm reading an article from Christianity Today. You say this, the quote, Growing up in the Hinn family empire was like belonging to some hybrid of the royal family and the mafia. Our lifestyle was lavish, our loyalty was enforced, and our version of the gospel was big business. Can you describe... Um, entering into that empire that Benny Hinn has. Um, obviously, your father and um, uh, Benny Hinn, brothers, and at some point you became you became um, part of um, the event. Uh, what, what was your title, please? Yeah, I was a personal assistant, and what that meant was I carried my uncle's luggage, uh, his, his Louis Vuitton suitcases, his briefcase. I checked in and out of hotel rooms for our team, I made sure that he was well taken care of and was kind of his uh, his Timothy, so to speak, and, and he was the Paul. And um, in, in, in our circles, we would refer to that more like being an Elisha to Elijah before the mantle falls on you. And the belief system is, if you serve the man of God, and you are loyal, and you are faithful, his mantle will fall on you, and you'll receive a double portion, and you'll go on to have a greater ministry. And that's what kept getting prophesied over me, is that as a nephew in the family and the oldest son in the next generation, we're a Middle Eastern family, so even culturally this fits the bill for Middle Eastern culture, I was supposed to be the next in line to carry on the family tradition. I see. So, uh, again, I'm going to go back to this article because you you described this so well. You said, during your teenage years, you'd travel nearly twice a month with your uncle, Benny Hinn. Prosperity theology paid amazingly well. We lived in a 10,000-square-foot mansion guarded by a private gate, drove two Mercedes-Benz vehicles, vacationed in exotic destinations, shopped at the most expensive stores. On top of that, we bought a $2 million Ocean View home in Dana Point, California, where another Benz joined the fleet. We were abundantly blessed. Yeah, our lifestyle was like that of a celebrity or a famous athlete. And the only thing was it was all based on donations. And along the way, we would just buy anything we wanted. And so we shopped on Rodeo Drive when we lived in California, and we would uh, shop other places and go to Versace or go to Louis Vuitton and just buy whatever we wanted. And one thing that would often happen is is money got low, and as we lavishly spent and overspent, the solution was very simple in our mind, and even our ministry teams knew this, is it would be time to go back on the road or time to go on the air and begin to solicit large donations. And so what we would do is say, hey, we're going to Nigeria, or we're going to the Philippines, or we've got a crusade coming up. We want you to give your best offering, and we want, we want to pay for this event in cash because we're taking the gospel around the world. And so people would give in massive amounts, and often that would recover the lavish spending. It would purchase more things and materialistic wants that we desired, and also cover some of the costs of the event. So there's a lot of things going on on the inside, but all of it is driven by greed. I see. So living this lifestyle, Costi, were, were you ever afraid? Did you ever fear God to think, oh my gosh, I mean, people are giving all these giant sums of money, and here I am, you know, wearing Louis Vuitton and all that, and staying in all these plush places. Meanwhile, people are giving me these sums of money or giving Benny Hinn all this money. It feels duplicitous. Did you ever feel that way? Sometimes there would be questions, but 
the way that we would justify it, and I, even if I asked the question or seemed hesitant, my father, my uncle, our family would rally into these moments of clarity for all of us who were following. And they would say, listen, yes, the news organizations and some of those you know, dead Christian denominations that aren't like ours, like we would say that Baptists are dead and other people are dead churches, they're just critical because of our anointing, and they're just jealous because we're blessed by God. But we are providing a critical and valuable service to the body of Christ. We're the middlemen. We're bringing the anointing to people's lives. We're bringing hope and faith and healing to people's lives who are down in the dumps and have no hope. We're the middleman here. And so it makes sense that the laborer is worthy of his wages, that God blesses us as we're a blessing to others. And so, again, it's taking Bible verses and it's swinging them to the extreme to say that we should always be blessed and healthy and wealthy. So was any of that true? I would say from everything that I saw, uh, we were exploiting the poor, and we were exploiting the rich, and often there would be these questions lingering in my mind at least, and I know the minds of some of my family members because I've talked to them in recent years, that we were going way too far. And should we encourage people to be generous? Of course, that's a biblical principle. Should we pray and ask God for healing? Of course. But should we also teach the balance, which is that there are going to be moments of suffering, that there are going to be times where God heals, that He is a sovereign God, and that there are going to be poor people in this world is everybody just going to have everything they ever want? No, we need to teach the balance that the Bible shows. And our world was one extreme after another. And in the end, I never saw a true and genuine healing. I never saw someone really lose their uh, their 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 wheelchair and just run, go running down an aisle, and it was legitimate. I never saw somebody who was on their deathbed with cancer suddenly come alive and just be completely and totally healed. I believe that God heals. I absolutely believe that He could do all those things, but it was not something that was happening in our world, but we were producing a television program with professional editors, staffs, and employees uh, by the tens who were paid to produce something that would look very good on TV and solicit more donations. Costa, you're, you're saying that you never, in all of those years, in spite of the fact that the Hinn ministry was based on the idea that people were healed, you never actually saw someone healed? I never saw one person healed. Did it feel like fraud? As I got older, it did. I remember one moment specifically where there was a little girl and she was brought to the back of the stadium into the green room and she had a, a very enlarged and deformed head and later on in life I I had visited an orphanages and, and I saw children that looked like that and I realized that that was that at that moment this was a child who was severely deformed and they brought her the back and we prayed for her and I just remember looking. She was in a long stretcher uh, on wheels that wheeled her back, and I was weeping as a as a teenager, later in my teenage years. And I remember going back to my hotel room that night, and I was so mad at God, and I was, I was kind of yelling into my pillow, why, why, why can't you heal her? Why didn't it work? And that was a moment that was very painful. And I remember in India seeing people that were 
literally in the dirt in this field while we were on stage and very protected by multiple metal barricades. And these people, when I went down there to visit with my father, who was working in the healing lines that night, they were on stretchers and they were on their last hope. And you could just tell it it looked like a war zone down there and nobody was getting healed. And as I got older, the Lord used those moments to cause me to ask big questions. If God is a healer, and if we're guaranteeing healing, then I should be seeing at least some, and in our prophecies we would say all, it's always God's will to heal everybody. I should be seeing real, genuine healings, and we weren't. It was always just a big story that wasn't actually genuine and true. Costi Hinn is with us. His new work is called God, Greed, and the Prosperity Gospel, How Truth Overwhelms a Life Built on Lies. So, Costi, at what point... Was there ever a point where you approached your father or Benny Hinn directly and said, you know what, uh, this is not working for me. I don't feel the truth of this. I need to step away. I never questioned it that directly and in that extreme of a way. I would approach it much different because I was so fearful of them. So I would ask questions like, you know, to my father or my uncle, um, why didn't that girl get healed? Or, or what, what do you think was happening there? You know, I would ask genuine questions as a humble, lowly nephew, yes. um, revering these men of God. And they would explain, well, sometimes people don't have enough faith, and sometimes people have sin, and so there's a blockage. Or sometimes people have negative confession, or they aren't really believing. And if I press too far, I would be told, now we want to be careful because we can certainly wonder and have some questions, but we never want to touch the Lord's anointed, and we don't want to put God in. Those two phrases mean is, number one, you don't ever severely and critically question the man of God. Mm -hmm. That's touching the Lord's anointed. And what that, of course, is from the Old Testament, when they were not to kill or slaughter or assassinate monarchical kings in the lineage of, of So the Lord said, don't kill my king, don't touch my prophets, don't bring harm to them. So we would take that nowadays and say, touching them is talking about them, criticizing them, anything like that. So I was told, touch not the Lord's anointed, don't even question, and don't put God in a box. In other words, you can't figure him out, don't try to ask every question and have it always answered, you can't put God in a box, there's some things we don't understand. And so to that, I would never say this because I didn't want to argue and push back and be cursed, sure. because that's what could happen. But in my mind, I would think, well, then if we don't want to put God in a box, then why do we guarantee things, but then those things don't actually happen, but we're supposed to be prophets? How does this work? And so I'd keep those thoughts to myself. Costi, you met your wife, and um, she became a part of your family. Talk about what that was like and then what that started to mean for you. Yeah, my wife uh, drove a little Toyota Yaris, and I drove a big Hummer. Um, She was putting herself through school, working at TGI Fridays, and I had only ever flown on private planes, basically working with my uncle and living the high life. Her parents are very blue-collar, hardworking people, and I was a prosperity gospel heir. So we couldn't have been more opposite. And the Lord started using that because my family was hesitant at first to accept her, but then once they realized I was emboldened to marry this girl, the fix was on. And so they char- they started trying to fix her. Um, we taught that you had to speak in tongues as evidence of your salvation. And so 
they said, well, she doesn't speak in tongues, so she doesn't have the Holy Spirit, so we need to get her to speak in tongues. We need to get this girl spirit-filled. And so they started doing that, trying to get her to do that, and there was a lot of coaching and a lot of things that were not genuine, but we weren't sure what to what to do with all that and how to because we had never really understood sound biblical teaching. And then we took her to my uncle's service and more, all the while trying to get this girl to become like the Hin family. And in the end, none of it was working. And one day we turned to a passage in First Corinthians twelve where Paul in verse thirty says, Not all do they, and he's talking about tongues and other gifts, saying not everybody's going to do all of these things, so you, you know, it, it's, a, it's a variety of gifts. Sure. And so we, we started seeing dominoes fall, thinking maybe we don't have to speak in tongues to be saved, and maybe everyone's going to have different gifts, and not everybody has to do all these things. And that was a huge crack in the dam, so to speak, mm, of our theology. Kosti Hinn is with us, God, Greed, and the Prosperity Gospel, How Truth Overwhelms a Life Built on Lies. So, Costi, tell us the story of stepping away. How did you extract yourself? I mean, you you know, you're right that the Hinn family in some ways was like the mafia. You're not leaving the mafia. At least you're not leaving it in one piece. Yeah. Um, it ended up being that a church plant in California offered me a job helping with the youth. Nothing fancy. Just come on out here. And I used it as a segue when we were getting married my wife and I split off from the family, and what my family thought is maybe this will be healthy. He get out of his system. We're, we were having some disagreement, and they thought, well, maybe this will be good. He can go and learn and, and go on his own, and then eventually we'll all re- reunite. Well, I get there, and the pastor begins to disciple me and walk with me, and then he says, I need you to preach. And so I am given the opportunity to preach. And then my pastor says, hey, here's a commentary by a real trusted theologian. This will help you keep the train on the tracks in your study. And so I thought, okay, so here this commentary hits my desk by some guy named John MacArthur. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's fine. And I don't need to know anything about John MacArthur. I don't know that you know him and my uncle were at odds or any of the theologies are different. I just thought, okay, a commentary. I've never used one. Well, I don't even turn to the commentary yet. As I start to study John 5, 1 through 17, which is the passage that was on the schedule, somebody was going to preach it. It happened to be me, and it's the healing at the pool of Bethesda. So I'm thinking, well, I'm a hen. I can nail this. It's a passage on healing. I, I I got this down. So I start studying, and I was taught to make observations of the text and begin to ask questions of the text. That's what my pastor had taught me. And so I'm looking, and Jesus singles one guy out of a multitude, and I thought, well, that's really interesting. He didn't heal everybody and, and make a big deal about healing everybody. He healed this one guy this time. And then I go on, and John records Jesus saying, arise, pick up your pallet, and walk, and John records immediately the man was healed. So I thought, no process, no go on believing, no music, no atmosphere. The Lord just sovereignly healed him. And then The Pharisees see this guy, and they say, who told you you can pick up your pallet and walk? It's the Sabbath. You can't work. You can't do that, basically. And the man says, the man who healed me told me I could. And then John records, because he didn't know who Jesus was, and the word he used basically is he didn't even perceive who Jesus was. So I'm confused at this point, thinking he didn't know who Jesus was. Well, then how did he have enough faith to get healed? If 
God healed him, but he didn't know who Jesus was. He, he, how do you get healed and not know who Jesus is? You're supposed to know who he is so you can have enough faith to get healed. So I'm confused as ever. I open the commentary thinking there's something there. And John MacArthur writes about the sovereignty of God and the ministry of Christ and his sovereign power to heal. And he says, here is an example of Christ's sovereign power in action. A man who had no faith, he didn't even know him, and Jesus, in his sovereign authority, love and compassion and mercy, decides to heal this one man who would have been the most undeserving and unlikely candidate. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, the sovereignty of God. Yes. And I had had people like a coach in college who used to tell me about the sovereignty of God, and I used to think he was crazy, because in prosperity theology, you know, we're sovereign. My confession is sovereign. My faith is sovereign. And so I keep and MacArthur goes on to say, you know, that the cruelest lie of faith healers today is that people who they fail to heal are guilty of negative confession and unbelief, but God is sovereign in healing, and that's the truth. And I begin to cry. I realized that was us. That's what I used to believe, and I repented of my sin there in study and vowed that I would preach the gospel and live for the true gospel for the rest of my life. Journey began. And Costi, how long ago was that? That was almost seven years ago. Wow. Wow. And so your relationship now with, so to speak, the Godfather? Uh, pretty fractured. The last we saw each other was at my grandmother's funeral in 2016. Um, there's been plenty of internal discussion throughout the family, um, from uncles, even my own grandmother, many pleadings within the, the private circles um, before much went public. And this has kind of gone on for years behind the scenes. But um, we are prayerful and hopeful as long as my uncle is still breathing that he would repent and be an illustration of God's grace. Even even for somebody who's in their 60s, it's the fourth quarter of his life, it's not over yet, and that's my prayer. Well, Costi, we're thrilled for you, seriously. I mean, uh, you sound like a man who's found freedom. Is that true? Absolutely. When the Bible says that the truth will set us free, I, I sleep great at night, I, I wake thankful for God's grace. It's nothing I did. I was undeserving. And so every day to me is a gift and I really am free and and free indeed. Fabulous. We're rejoicing with you. We certainly are, Costi. Thank you so much for your, for your clarity and your transparency. Uh, We didn't know what we were going to intersect with, but uh, we come away uh, knowing that God is good and is faithful and honest on your tongue. Thank you both so much. Keep it up. You keep it up as well. Costi Hinn, God, Greed, and the Prosperity Gospel, How Truth Overwhelms a Life Built on Lies. Guess what time it is? I've been waiting all day for this. It is time now for today's $1,000 daily cash giveaway, Word FM, Word of the Day. Are you having fun with words? It's going to give away $1,000 in cash to somebody. Remember these words. The Word FM Word of the Day is Primanti. Enter the word Primanti online at wordfm.com forward slash cash, and you'll have the chance to win $1,000. Again, the Word FM Word of the Day is Primanti. I 
scream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. That's exactly what's happening every day at the Springhouse in 84. We're literally up to our elbows in ice cream. But who could resist a cotton candy ice cream cone? Or how about cookie dough? Or Heath Crunch? Or even raspberry chocolate yogurt? You've just got to try them all. If not a cone, then how about a toasted almond fudge ball? Creamy vanilla ice cream rolled in toasted chopped almonds and topped with gooey hot fudge and real whipped cream. Or better yet, a strawberry ice cream shortcake made with real old-fashioned shortcakes smothered with sliced strawberries and again, real whipped cream. Jump in the car now. Head to 84 in the Springhouse where we want you to scream for ice cream. Providence Presbyterian Church, Washington Alliance Church, Bethlehem Lutheran Church, St. John the Baptist Church, Impact Christian Church, The Bible Chapel. What do all these churches from various denominations have in common? Nello Construction, design and build with one company. Nello Construction, full service construction from the ground up. Renovation, expansion, Nello Construction, the choice for churches. See the projects, begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. Hey, before you know it, we'll be back in a session as far as school goes. But, you know, we're halfway through the summer, and it's probably a good time to reflect on what the school year was like. And so we can see how the summer's going and then look ahead to the fall. Well, I have a daughter who's between her sophomore and junior year at Grove City College, and so she's now halfway through her summer job. It's given us a good chance to evaluate how her last semester at Grove City impacted what she's doing this summer. And, you know, I'm really, really happy about it. And it's not just that she's utilizing stuff that she learned in the classroom as much as it is that I can see that she's learned how to integrate her faith with book knowledge and it's all coming together so that when she's in the workplace she's actually I don't know she's thinking differently she's functioning better I really think the training she's getting at Grove City is making a big difference at work I agree Kath my son will be coming uh, a senior at Grove City College this year and you see you see the growth in your child's life from a senior in high school to a senior in college he's an intern at a local robotics company here in the city of Pittsburgh I'm excited for him and I know that many of those powers much of the strength that he's derived has come from those last three years at Grove City College so you as a parent, thinking about your child and what the future holds, both Kath and I would recommend you take a good look at Grove City College for the future growth of your child, not only in intellectual growth, but as a Christian as well. GCC.edu, Grove City College. We'll have a shower in spots early. Otherwise, clouds linger tonight with a low near 60. Then tomorrow, you'll see clouds give way to some sunshine. Looks to be a really nice day as humidity drops and the high will only be 75. Partly cloudy with a low, a comfortable 55 tomorrow night. A gorgeous day is coming up Wednesday. We'll have bright sunshine, low humidity, and the high will again be 75. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Frank Strait. I... Uh, the Costi Hinn interview. Uh. What did you say during the break? I, I, I can't get... I don't even know what I said. I've you just said been emoting. doing this or being oh. a Christian all this time. It's hard to believe, seriously, that you could... We could hear the stories we hear and we still believe in Jesus because there are so many whack jobs who dishonor the name of Christ. You have got it's that It just right. blows my mind. Are you... Costi Hinn just said that not a single time... Did he ever see anyone actually healed? And the whole 
Benny Hinn ministry is based on that. Right. What the heck are we looking at when we're seeing all this? And he was there on the front lines. Oh, I mean, he was just, part of this. I mean, holy smokes. What, this is just gigantic theater. It's fraud. I just, I can't. I, I, gigantic theater. All right, Mike. Okay, yeah, Mike, Mike so you saw gigantic theater. No, someone. I, you... No, I didn't get to. I had the opportunity to go my sophomore year of college in 2009. A group of my friends went. To and what? To went to uh, a Benny, Benny Hinn, Hinn event. Yeah, ben, Benny Hinn conference in, in Philadelphia, and they were like, "Yeah, Yo, you should come. You should come." I'm like, "Nah, I'm I, I'm not into that. I don't want. I don't believe in that stuff. Um, I believe in healing. I believe God can heal, but they they wanted to investigate it because they didn't believe it in it either. So they got back, and I was like, "How was it?" Did you like it? And they were like, it's a complete, it's theater. It's a complete fraud. Um, they were in the back. They got, they got, they bought tickets and they were in the back. And when they first got there, it was very energetic. They had intense music. Um, the worship went on for hours, like hours. Um, it, and they said it was probably like two and a half hours later when Benny Hinn finally came out and the music at the beginning, that was very energetic. It transitioned from very energetic music to very somber, hypnotic music. And at that point, an usher came up to them and hey, and said, hey, we want you close to the front. Come on up. And they felt like the whole entire thing was staged. And it was just people in this hypnotic trance from worshiping for two and a half hours straight and then finally, Benny Hinn comes out, and everybody's in this like somber zone, and they just felt like it, again, it was just a complete fraud. It was it was a complete it was theater. It was a joke. Well, people are so hungry. I mean, if you want to be healed, well, of you're going to breathe that's into that. What makes it appalling? Right. You're, you're broken. You're sick. You have cancer. Right. You're are you kidding? Whatever's me? going on. That story he told of them bringing that young woman right. or young girl backstage who was born with some was that water con- on the brain maybe? congenital malforma- malformation i've no idea what it was but the fact that they brought her back and prayed over her and she wasn't healed and it makes him say no wait a minute like i why 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 wasn't she healed well the, the i think the bigger question is how dare you how dare you go out on a stage and misrepresent the God of the universe to someone who is as desperate as the f- family of that young girl right. and I mean, th- this is this is a this is an unbelievable mischaracterization of the person of God I just I'm completely offended by it but to see the people are lining up and so willing to give and to give in such God great numbers us. to to make sure that that lifestyle moves forward I mean that unto itself is so heartbreaking as well that there's Benny Hinn in a private jet going around the world a and private staying private jet doesn't even sum it up if no, you of course not. if you look at this book you will lose your mind when you hear about the life of excess that this family lives from vacation homes to designer clothes to 10,000 square foot mansions to hundred thousand dollar shopping sprees to cars to travel to I mean it is absolutely appalling so so you wonder yeah go ahead what news organization did it did an investigation dateline was it dateline that's an NBC I remember I remember watching that and there were people that went to one of the conferences and they and um, Benny Hinn said, "Write your prayer request in this card, and we will give you. We'll, we'll pray. Uh, add your donation in the in the prayer request in this card, and you'll be healed." Mm-hmm. So, what happened was, 
one of the bags, I don't know, something, one of the bags fell apart or anyway, people were finding their prayer requests scattered into the hallways with their money taken out and the prayer cards just still like there. In the trash. In the trash. Wow. And all over the, scattered all over the floor. Holy smokes. We need to take a quick break, but uh, our conversation will continue about this. Uh, it's an eye-opener. I mean, to, to hear Costi Hinn say, I sleep well at night. That says an awful lot. you got to wonder how Benny Hinn sleeps. Stick around. There's more for the ride home here on Word FM. 101.5 WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Cram. If Genesis is not true, how do you know the Gospels are true? If you remove the first 11 chapters of Genesis, its historicity and reality, then your entire view of Scripture is distorted. If Genesis is fiction, how can you believe anything in the Bible? Tune in next time for PowerPoint with Jack Graham. PowerPoint, tonight at 9.30 on 101.5 WORD. Hey, it's John Hall. So a while back, the folks at MyPillow said, hey, John, can you try out a MyPillow and let us know what you think? I'm skeptical. I mean, it's a pillow. But what did I have to lose, right? I'll tell you what I lost. Interrupted sleep. No more folding the pillow in half. No more flat, lifeless pillows. It changed my life. So I'm letting you know, you need my pillow. Well, not my actual pillow, but your own my pillow. It stays cool all night long. No more waking up at 3 a.m. to flip to the cool side of the pillow. It keeps its shape. No more reshaping your pillow in the middle of the night. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Try it. Don't like it? Return it. My pillow comes with a 10-year warranty. Do you have a pillow that comes with a 10-year warranty? You can toss a my pillow into your washer and dryer. It's like new again. Get a two-pack of MyPillow's premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow, the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at MyPillow.com or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Hi, I'm Adam Barada, author of the book Gold is a Better Way. It became a national bestseller. It's now become a movement. My member site went live one year ago, and since that time, gold is up $250.00. It's outperforming the highest-flying stock market in history by 15%. And for the first time, I'm opening up my live gold summit to non-members. This is a $1,500 ticket for free. Join me and my over 5,000 members via live stream on August 14th and learn the secrets to the next gold boom. The event is for investors with over $100,000. If that's you, text the words gold summit to 49776 that's the words gold summit to 49776 get your $1500 ticket for free for our August 14th live event now text gold summit to 49776 and join the movement text the words gold summit to 49776 that's the words gold summit to 49776 this is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy & Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. We spoke with Costi Hinn earlier in the hour. He's the nephew of prosperity gospel profiteer, Benny Hinn. And he told us a shocking story about what it was like to be a member of the Hinn family dynasty. 
and uh, to be witness to these gigantic crusades that go on that are largely well, I would not say largely. I would say completely manufactured, just absolute, absolute manufactured theater for no purpose other than making one family wealthy. Um, if you've ever been susceptible to the prosperity gospel, welcome to the club, because everyone wants to believe it. Everybody wants to think that if you believe in Jesus, you're going to be able to be wealthy and you're going to have a beautiful house and a great car and you're never going to get sick and all that, because that's what we in our flesh, we all want that. Right. So the fact that Benny Hinn preaches that and and he fills gigantic you know, amphitheaters with people should not be a surprise because that's what our hearts want. But that's not the reality of the world. As he was talking, Kosti Hinn to us earlier in the hour, I was thinking about this passage from First Peter. And if you're ever tempted, as I said, to believe that God's will for you is that you're healthy and well and have everything beautiful happen in your life. Remember these words. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering as though something strange were happening to you, but rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed for the spirit of glory and the spirit of God rests on you. Now, if you suffer, it shouldn't be as a murderer or a thief or any other kind of criminal or even as a meddler. However, If you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. (laughs) As a direct counterweight to what we just heard, that's the truth and the purity of the gospel right there. That truly is. I mean, I pray for anyone who would go to these events or give freely of that because it's just wrong. On every conceivable way, it's wrong. But you could see how and why people want to be healed, of course, and put that healing into a check, right? Sure. A quid pro quid. Just here, this this goes for this. It all folds itself into each other. Sure. God help us all. And, and you know, you could see also when you hear this conversation. I mean, Christians are so easily mocked. No wonder why we're hated. Because so much of it is a front, it's a carnival, a circus, a fraud. When you bear down into it and you see the beauty of Christ, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. Everything else is a show, a sideshow. God help us all. We'll take a break. find yourself struggling to get comfortable while trying to read or watch TV in bed? Consider an adjustable bed from the original Mattress Factory and elevate your sleep experience. Raise your head and feet to the zero gravity position to help relieve joint pressure and provide optimal comfort. The original Mattress Factory offers two models of high quality adjustable beds at an excellent value. Both models are designed to pair perfectly with an original mattress. Visit an original Mattress Factory location near you to find the perfect adjustable bed and mattress for you. Sleep impacts your ability to focus, learn, and solve problems. But according to Harvard Medical School, only 11% of American college students are sleeping well. At the Original Mattress Factory, we can't guarantee that your college student won't stay up until 3 a.m. cramming before a big exam. But we can provide a hand-built, high-quality mattress at a factory-direct price when they are finally ready to get some rest. 
Visit an Original Mattress Factory store near you or go to OriginalMattress.com to learn more. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are a few of the things many of us take for granted. Yet, for many United States military veterans, finding and affording oral health care is a challenge many of us don't think about. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to see one veteran with special needs one time per year. Visit WillYouSeeOneVet.org to learn more. That's WillYouSeeOneVet.org. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance. Liberty Mutual customizes your coverage so you only pay for what you need. Go to LibertyMutual.com for a customized quote, and you could save. Liberty, 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 Liberty. I love the joy that children bring to the office. Good dental habits begin early with Dr. Megan Stock. I like creating those good, positive first experiences. My mommy is a really good dentist, and she'll take good care of you. Visit. StockFamilyDentistry.com. You have my word on it. Matthew 18. This should be humbling for anyone, but especially in light of the conversation we've been having this hour. But if anyone causes one of these little ones, these precious children who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a large millstone hung around his neck and be thrown into the depths of the sea. I'm into that. All right. So it's not like this mischaracterization of the heart of God will go unjudged. No, no. There'll be a judgment on all that. You know that. And, and, you know, when you go to the Benny Hinn website and there's all these media events and, you know, people gathered, these are people that look like you and I. These are people who, you know, are are well-meaning people, people who want to know Jesus. But somehow you get tangled up and lost along the way. You look at Benny Hinn's net worth. He's worth somewhere around the, the tune of $42 million. That's a lot of people who have given a lot of hard-earned money yeah. in the name of Jesus. In the hopes that their sufferings will be eased. And we all want that. Yeah. But that's not the remediation that God's provided not for us. That's for, not what we're called for, It's not the way the universe works. God made his own son, according to Hebrews, perfect. Through suffering. That's how it happened. Jesus be, Jesus was perfect through suffering. So if Jesus is perfect through suffering, our path isn't any different. No. It's right. not through luxury cars and vacation homes. We're going to follow right along, right? I and mean, none of us want to do it. None of us want to live a life of suffering. I wish I could skip out, but we can't. Right. Because you know it's coming for all of us. 
right? So you're not going to buy your way out. No, no, but Jesus is with you in it. That's the beauty of it. You know, Hebrews 2 also says that Jesus was made like us. He suffered so that we might be part of one family, that he wouldn't be ashamed to call us brothers and sisters because we would all be members of a family of sufferers. I mean, that's what it is. That's what it means to be a follower of Jesus is that we stand with each other and we help each other and we find, you know, that the encouragement that God gives us so we survive it. But we forget, right? I mean, because we do lead more often than not a life of comfort. Compared to like most people who ever lived on earth. Exactly. So we're ensconced here in our little cocoon of comfort and anything that's um, unsettling or there might be pain or trouble, we think, well, we can solve this. Heck, I mean, I'm going to go on the internet. There's a lot of source of, uh, of problem solving right there, right? We look at, as this is a means of like, a, what, it's a, the Amazon way to heaven. God help us. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean... People want peace. People want holiness. But I can't imagine what Benny Hinn thinks in his private moments. I think he probably believes it. I think he probably believes... But if no one's ever been healed... Well, well, I I know. That's a part I can't... No one's ever been healed. How do you reconcile that? But, you know, when we asked Costi Hinn about, you know, what he thought, he said, well, we all, when we talked about it as a family, we talked about the fact that people need... An intermediary. People need someone who's going to usher them into the presence of God so that they can be healed. And that's what we do. So I think that's probably what they tell themselves. Mm-hmm. Their brand. Oh. Is it somehow they're necessary? But if you're at, so when they're not seeing people healed, are they just in their head saying, yes, we are? Or are they just. What, there's healing down the road? For them, or... Healing delayed? Or it's not... I, or are they just absolute shysters, just complete frauds, and they're just taking the cash and running? I tend to think that. I do. I have to be cold and hard about it. That they they have to be shysters. That they have to know that they're shysters. I mean, what, Costi said, my uncle's in in, in the quarter part of his life. The last quarter of his life. He's in his 60s. So Benny Hinn Ministries has been around for many, many decades. If there has been zero healings in many, many decades, I think everybody within the organization, especially those in the inner circle, have got to know that. And if you know that, how do you continue on that path? And and how does the Hinn family keep on going when the when the order of operations is that when their own cash reserves get low, then that's their signal that it's time to do another crusade. Right. What? I think that's a pattern. I think probably a lot of crusades or a lot of ministries have been built around that historically. This is just a pattern. But to think, though, we're going to go to, we're hanging out at Versace, right? We're at Lord and Taylor's or wherever we're doing. Look, Jesus was with prostitutes and sinners and screwed up people. Look, he wasn't hanging out in vacation splendor. So why would we think that our life is supposed to be any different? He's our savior. He's our Lord. Aren't we supposed to look like him? Right. And look, uh, I, I'm not going to sit here and no, point I'm the finger either. at Benny Hinn like I'm, I'm holier either. than thou. I was just thinking. I'm as I, wretched I was, as anybody as that else. was coming out of my mouth, I thought, well, you know, it's not like my life looks so much like his either. So I should no, probably shut up. Exactly. Right. There's a, 
degrees of separation here. Oh. We're all wretched. We're all fraudulent sinners. God help us. Truly, God help us. You pray tonight. Right? Truly, pray for Benny Hinn. Yep. And pray, pray for that family. Yep. And mm-hmm. pray that the real Jesus meets them. And pray that the real Jesus meets us. Yes. Hey, it's always a pleasure to be here with you. And uh, you missed any part of our conversation over the last couple of hours, check us out online, johnandkathyshow.com. Of course, we're on Facebook and uh, wordfm.com. We're on the dial, 101.5 Word FM. Have yourself a great night. Be in peace. God willing, we'll see you same time tomorrow. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.